Welcome, everyone, to a very unspecial but very momentous episode of the Battle Science Podcast. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Stephen, a.k.a. A Boy in the Woods, joined, as always, by Jesse, a.k.a. Rocket Admin J. Am I muted? Nope. No, Yay! you're in. You're in here. Uh, it has been one year since we started Battle Science uh, the started Battle Science and the Battle Science podcast. Uh, I was actually going to buy one of those uh, one of those things you buy at parties and do that today. But oh, you're going to make noisemakers? <laughs> yeah. Uh, ruin the podcast audio with noisemakers. <laughs> oh, wait. I got a noisemaker. No, please don't. <laughs> Why do I have a feeling you're going to like fart into the mic? I, I used the nut button. For oh, the, the nut. I, I didn't hear the nut button. Nuts. There you go. Um, <laughs> I got to have more uses for it than that one day. Yeah. Yeah, we'll find something. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, we we've gone an entire 365 days um, with I mean, it's a little less impressive because we've been doing it every other every other week. So um are the amount of episodes isn't quite as much as if you were to do uh, a weekly episode. I don't think that the the content the content as far as uh, Pokemon Go PvP is quite there to do a weekly podcast, and our schedules just doesn't don't quite work. Um, I do have to say that this is the um, this is the longest uh, running piece of content that I've ever worked on. So um, this is kind of uh, I don't know. I guess this is a kind of awesome achievement. Um in a crazy last 3 days, at least for me. Um I know for on you Jesse, your your business as usual. Um I think Well, business as usual and then I also made it to ace ranking in Self Arena. That's true. You made it to ace rank uh in uh in Self. Congratulations. Um beat out some heavy competition in uh what was it? it was the Western Washington University uh um tournament tournament yeah for sorcerer's cup mm-hmm. um, that was my weighted one just because it had more players than some of the other ones i was getting in, into oh yeah i mean battle science is usually around the battle science remote tournaments like what eight people eight, no eight we to usually 12? get about 12 i mean our sorcerers had 14 yeah and i what law uh, one one Thankfully, we had hey, an even number. At least there wasn't a buy. I know, right? <laughs> Thankfully, there wasn't a buy. But hey, guess what? In my uh, battle chateau, there was a buy, and I got it in one round too. I almost thought that um, it's like nigh impossible, but I almost imagined that I could get the buy in two different rounds. Um, <laughs> two different rounds in one four-round cup. That'd be disgusting. Um, the last three days have been crazier for me. Um, on Monday was my birthday. Yesterday was my final day at uh, the theater that I work at, and today is the one-year anniversary of Battle Science. So, um, a lot of big things. I know. Like tomorrow, it, like the last three days are. What's the? Uh, not honeymoon. I like. It's like the. I'm getting like an emotional high and then tomorrow is like back to work and job search and all of his other stuff. And it's going to get disgusting. I'm just not going to like, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and it's going to be rough. So it's going to all come crashing down. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but uh, I don't know. Today's not over, and we've got uh, we got a show to do. So, a lot um, to cover. Uh, yeah, chunk of There's stuff a, to cover. It's, there was a good period of time where nothing was going on in Pogo, and then they just went, "Okay, here you go." I think everything at you. Yeah the the first the first half of June was very calm, and I very yeah. much appreciate it. Um, and then we had the um, solstice I mean, event, and then the bug event. They, they would, also took down Go Battle League. <laughs> they took down Go Battle League. There was no events running. It was pretty like no events running. There weren't even any um, spotlight hours or anything. I believe. No, there um, was just there was. none that were good. Okay. Um, and then in the last I mean, two you weeks, had we've the had Numel. You had the Patrat. Oh, that's true. You had Clefairy. That's true. And then uh, Solstice event, bug out event, uh, and now we're hitting into a. Uh, I can't think. It's it's one of the months that start with J. July. <laughs> July. We're hitting into a July that is um, absolutely slammed. Uh, and welcome to the jam that is uh, um, research breakthroughs that don't suck. <laughs> where's the where's the big suck button? <laughs> well, well, I mean, it's the this is the anti big suck button. Um, the research breakthroughs larvitar, which is honestly better than what we've it's been a step having. Up from what it was, yeah, <laughs> it's better than what we've been having. I greatly appreciate not having to worry about trap hinge every, you know, or not worry, but I being heard disappointed. about three or four instances today where people forgot to wait to open their box. Oh no! Oh no! They got trap hinge oh, no, so yesterday. Oh, that's uh that's that's that big oof gif that. Uh, Twitch chat, let's get some Fs for those people. Get they Fs deserve and chaps. It. Well, Fs and chaps. <laughs> uh, God, I can't talk. Um, uh, e. <laughs> A, sports. It's in the, anyway. E, A, big. Uh, oof. Um, <laughs> uh, Again, you have to spin the dice to get the shiny Larvitar. Sure, Not sure. guaranteed. Um I mean, doesn't have when, a community day move. When have and, they you know, the same thing? I'd, sorry. When have they guaranteed a shiny from the research though? So there was one. I don't remember what it was. It was something small. It was a single. Really? Eevee, I think was Eevee. I don't remember it being guaranteed shiny though. It. I think it was the flower crown, the initial flower crown that could evolve, but mm. um, I don't remember them ever guaranteeing shiny. Um, I mean, but I like to the people that I've said with this, you know, that missed their chance to get Larvitar today. It comes out of rockets. It can be a shadow rocket. Yes. It's not getting a community move from its Larvitar from the box. It's still something you can get in raids. So it's not like it's it's better than than Trap Inch. That's about it. Yes. <laughs> Trap Inch has been very uh, performance wise has been very meh. Um especially as a raid counter, um, T-Tar is still going to be relevant. Um, mm. Until we stop seeing legendaries that are uh, psychic, T-Tar is still going to be around. So It's funny because everyone says T-Tar is this good or, you know, are really happy to use it, but you never see it in PvP. It is actually, it's at the very end uh, of the Nifty or Thrifty for this mu- this uh, this month's cup. Um, as the only thrifty option, um, yeah. cause you don't have to but buy the second move legacy. for it. 
Yeah, SmackDown, Legacy, and then Fire Blast or Stone Edge. You don't have to buy the second move. Um, yeah. I'll have to go through some Sims and stuff. It might be something I'm interested in. Uh, it might be something I run because I have a really good one powered up. But my uh, initial experience with it uh, is definitely um, was not positive. So I will have to. The stats will definitely have to outweigh that um, that opinion. So looking forward for Larvitar, though, we are what only half a year away from December if they decide to do the recycle community day event again, right. you could potentially get smacked down on it. You can also trade it with others because everyone's going to be getting it. So you could potentially get a good lucky one from a friend. If you have a lucky trade pending. Yep. As far as its relevance goes, it will be super, as long as you can get it with stone edge, or if you want to waste that fast elite TM at the end of season two here, or at the, if you got the one from the Abra community day, mm-hmm. it is a good Kyurem counter for the new late raid boss that comes out tomorrow. And then going forward, we still have a few, you know that the lake spirits are going to come back. So they're going to be another psychic boss that you can use it against. Um, going forward, you know, Tyrantar is just a great Pokemon. It's, yep. it, it does what it's supposed to. As far as, yeah, as far as raids are concerned, it's still really relevant. So, um, uh, definitely not, de- definitely an improvement. Um, Let's see here. That is for all of July. We are looking at, for audio listeners, uh, G2G Media's and Legends Lima uh, infographic um, of all of the stuff that happened in July, more or less. Um, I think it's nice just about everything. A nice graphic to show you kind of what to expect if you want to take time off from work or if you want to collect a certain Pokemon or do a certain activity. Yeah. Uh, let's see, July 3rd through 8th, the GoFest Weekly Challenges Week 1 Skill Plus 4th Anniversary Event. Um, this will be a flying-type uh, event, basically. Uh, the debut of uh, Ducklet. Uh, flying Pikachu will be around. Uh, Shiny P-Dove will be released. And the return of Ho-Oh and more. Um, we actually just got word... Um, like <laughs> we got word, we were told. Uh, we looked on Twitter. Um, <laughs> the social media. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> no one, no one tells us with any like uh, breaking news or anything. We just have to find it ourselves. Um, Pokey Miners, uh, not an hour ago, uh, said that uh, Flying Pikachu has been added. Its fast moves that are available are Thunder Shock and Quick Attack. Its charge moves are Discharge, Thunderbolt, Wild Charge, and Fly. Um, so fly, uh, has been introduced into the game. I think it was introduced uh, into the back end a while ago, but it has not gotten any, uh, updates or anything. Um, it recently got, uh, stats released that are the same as sky attack. I believe that's what I've seen. Um, and, uh, it has been added to the move pool of flying Pikachu. Um, I would be hard-pressed to see this Pikachu be able to evolve into Raichu that also has Fly. Um, so this is just another Pikachu it's similar another to... cosmetic. But the thing is, this is also something that I know personally for someone like me who's played since Red, Blue, and Yellow uh-huh. and has played Pokemon Snap. This Pikachu is something I can actually be excited for other than Sunflower Hat or mm. Anime Trope Hat. Hey man, uh, the the Luffy straw hat was like the only crossover I think, the only like 
media crossover thing that we've had. Besides I'm other hats. I'm fine with the balloons. Right. right. I mean the the Pikachu with hats for sure, but it's I think I think the the crossover with the um Luffy's straw hat from One Piece is the only media crossover that Pokemon Go has had. What about all those clothing lines? Those are like real life. Those are all have all it's been available in real life. It's sort of, but we haven't had a media crossover. Um, okay. They've crossed over with other Pokemon games, but we've yet to see anything that was that's been outside of. You see, so, you'll if you like look at other mobile games, you'll see a lot of crossover events with other, um, with either other anime or or other things. So, um, one thing I'd like to point out is this event that Stephen has mentioned is part of one leading up to GoFest. I haven't done my research personally, but I believe this research will be available to everyone, not just those who have bought the ticket. Yes. The GoFest Weekly Challenges, um, it's three weeks or four weeks? I can't. Uh, three weeks. Three weeks of weekly challenges. Those are available through for everyone. Um uh, I believe we talked about them in the previous episode. If we did not talk about them in the previous episode, then uh, let us know. We, I'm pretty sure we did. So we talked um, about GoFest, but I don't think we talked about. We didn't know the extent of these events and what they would be. Yeah, but now we get we, a better idea. I, I mean, think, even now we still don't have a great idea, but it's at least this representation kind of shows us what to expect. Right. I think they at least announced the uh, week one was skill and the fourth anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um. From July 10th through the 15th, week two of the uh, GoFest weekly challenges is battle. Um, I believe we got, excuse me, goodness. I believe we got that announced um, earlier as well, just that it was battle. Um, Mm -hmm. And then uh, July 17th through the 22nd, uh, the weekly challenge is friendship. Um, It's the debut of, I'm going to butcher this name. uh, Petalil? Petalil? Okay. Petalil. Um, shiny Bellsprout will be around, uh, the return of summer Pikachu and a handful more. Um, so this will be Rip like a grass. Bellsprout community day, I guess. I mean, but again, uh, ghastly, we could get it still. <laughs> we could get it still. Yeah. Um, those are the three weekly challenges. Um, they run, uh, to my knowledge from, um friday through either thursday or friday through mondays um so let's see uh the other thing that's happening early in july july 7th uh just to correct you real quick it's friday to wednesday friday to wednesday okay i knew that it was missing a day or so um in the middle of the week rather than going an entire week which is still bizarre to me but that's a poor thursday thursday's left out i guess so (laughs) thursday Sorry, Thor, you're left out. Your day doesn't matter as much. Um, uh, July 7th, uh, Kiram's debut in five-star raids. Uh, there will be raid hours for July 8th, 15th, and 22nd. Um, All those being Wednesdays. Yes. Um, I miss raid lunch hour. That was fun. Yeah, I don't... Did I? I don't remember if I ever participated in those. Um, we did it at work with the two gyms we had nearby, but this is before we had uh, the increased raid range uh-huh. and the remote raid passes. So we'd have to hustle from one gym to the next. <laughs> That's true. Within your, you know, 30 minute to an hour lunch break. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's been within the last two weeks or so. Kiram was uh, confirmed to have Icy Wind removed from its move pool. Um, big F's in chat. Big F's in chat. <laughs> um, uh, Icy Wind drops uh, Kiram's rating in Master League from, what was it, fourth? Three or four down to thirty-seven. Yeah, which is pretty big. That's it. That's it. That's a hard time. Um, as I was talking with, uh, as I was talking in uh, with a chat in a stream previous to the the podcast recording, um, uh, moves like icy wind and counter feel like they're pretty big linchpins in the usefulness of particular Pokemon, and I feel like mm-hmm. that kind of sucks. Um, it's it's always the joke of like oh community day are you gonna give it uh, counter or icy wind? <laughs> it's like can we? Uh, yes, yeah, like Gengar with counter incoming. No, please, no, oh, no, please, no. Poor Alkazam. Um, it, it's uh, it's interesting that it was put there in the first place, but I think it might have just been a placeholder because. I was talking with someone at work today and they're like, they could have easily just put ice beam. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't know. And we'll have to wait to see. Maybe it will come back. Maybe it'll get a different ice move. Maybe it'll get reworked. <laughs> yeah. There's a chance. Icy wind. We've seen icy wind. We've seen dugong banned from just Multiple. about all of the cups that it would normally be uh, legal in within Sylph. It got Icy Wind in, I think it was Timeless, and then people saw how much of a devastating factor it was. Well, and Sylph's like, you know. <laughs> it already had it already had Icy Wind. It was just it did it got the buff, I think, around that time. Correct. Yeah. Um, and so it was legal within Timeless, and then it was its its uh, power was so prevail, uh, prevalent and so sought after. Um, because of the legacy that um, Niantic's or uh, Self, I think, has banned it. Every instance that it's been el- it could have been eligible, it's been Correct. banned for the last. Let's see, Timeless was what the third. January. Yeah, that was the that would have been the third or the fourth. Thir- third or fourth Self Cup in uh, in eight eight or nine Self Cups. In mm-hmm. season two, which is huge. So, uh, yeah, it, <sighs> Dugong Legacy Dugong is shows the might of of Icy Wind, um, and I think it definitely Icy Wind should definitely get looked at as far as nerf. Um, as far as be, a move as a whole, yeah, it doesn't need to get nerfed in the ground. No, I think it adds for some uh, nice flavor and some interesting balance. Just but don't turn it into a silver wind. Don't turn it into a silver wind. Don't turn it into a an acid spray. You know, it there's there's yeah. It, it needs some critical look, but it abs- it absolutely doesn't need to be nerfed into the ground. We don't need to put a uh we don't need to put it in a coffin and bury it and make it completely useless. <laughs> so catacomb jokes. Burial Community room. Day. I'm still upset it's not Squirtle. Uh, you are probably one of maybe 10 people represent turtle <laughs> power turtle power uh cowabunga my dude uh date to be confirmed um so if the third weekend of july is go fest 
do you think it will be the second weekend or or no go fest is the last saturday of july uh let's see july 25th and 26th let me look at the calendar look at the numbers 25th and 26th uh is there anything going on on the 18th no the friendship bonus that the friendship would... challenge okay i i mean i don't see why it wouldn't overlap is this is this a community this day that's on saturday. saturday yeah yeah i don't see why it wouldn't be on the 18th if they did it on the 11th it i would say it's a little too soon to be honest i mean is it <laughs> i mean yeah they could just they could do it on the fourth and just have it be True. over with just be like hey surprise surprise yeah gross but oh, okay that's not a holiday though oh that's true shoot off fireworks and celebrate america while you catch a ghost pokemon honestly that would be i would be for it but make it a nighttime go uh community day that would uh, that would be interesting i'd be i'd be interested in some of like more uh because you already be out watching spawns. fireworks yeah I would be interested to see some more night-focused spawns for different events and stuff. I don't know if it makes sense for a community day. No, you're probably right. I just think it'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, you could do evening, like, um, Halloween stuff so that, like, the parents and kids could be playing Pokemon Go, catching ghost-type Pokemon while trick-or-treating or something. But, you know, we don't see that. I mean, that. we've had that event. Right. But it's rather than being specifically more towards the hours of trick-or-treating, it's been over those right. weekends. And I think they yeah. try to avoid people playing at night. That's why some gyms and oh, right. stops close. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I can understand why they won't do it. But concept wise, I think it'd be cool to run around at night catching some ghosts. Yeah. Because who are you going to call? Dork. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would I, I would be I would laugh. I would laugh my way to the bank if they if they said like tonight or tomorrow. Oh, it's on the 4th. I would laugh. It's it's probably do you on think the, they would do it on a holiday though. Uh, I mean it's not a it's not an international holiday. <laughs> I'm calling I'm Professor Willow. Willow. Pro- Professor Willow, no. Yo, uh, trainer, you seeing this? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> if I press this button, Secretly, all of the ghastly get released. Secretly, Professor Willow is a Ghostbuster. <laughs> <laughs> Um, go fest. Yes, that is next on this thing. Uh, 25th and 26th. I need to buy my ticket. Um, you still haven't done it. I have not bought my ticket yet. Okay. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm excited. Uh, we don't have a whole lot of, or no, hold up. We do have some info on that. Um, let me find, uh, hey, speaking of. What, Professor Willow? Oh, well, you, we'll get into that in the next, uh, the next little bit of. <laughs> well, no, you transitioned the screen and he was there. Oh, I, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, hey guys, is this it? I think it's additional info within the um, weekly challenges before the uh, um, uh, blah 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 blah. I'm saying um too many times. I'm sorry. Before GoFest. Let's see. We had weekly challenges within uh, each GoFest challenge. The spawns for some of the featured spawns for GoFest. 
Um, so if I'm just going to, I'm rather than saying the details, I'm just going to say the potential boosted spawns for GoFest if we complete all of the challenges. Um, so Chimeco, Alola Mola, and Chansey. That's from, be nice. that's from the uh, week one, um, if all of those challenges get complete. Uh, week two, uh, Phariseed, Alolan Grimer, and Alolan Marowak. That's, all really good PvP. Yep, that's from week two. And then week three is uh, uh, Togetic, Dratini, and Litwick. Togetic's big. So what? Togetic is big because this is the spawns that would be non-weather boosted, non-raid level. Yeah. Um, I am interested in just about all of these. Let me see. What was is any of these? <laughs> Chimeco or Lola Mola are kind of meh. Yeah. Yes and no. But I think it's their uncommon spawns at least. So um alolan grimer replace trimeco with uh Audino and we'll have a conversation <laughs> Audino and alola mola next to each other just like the big pink tanks well, i'm talking about that stardust bonus that's true i mean chancy's in this uh in this these groups as well correct mm -hmm. so i mean you're looking at all of the big pink uh big pink tanks um alolan grimer will be really nice too because it'll be the first instance we can actually get it for ppp ivs yep Pharisee is going to be around a lot more common. I'm going to actually really a little Marowak that. too. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Uh, Togetic is going to be great. I don't have the shiny Dratini, so I'm down for that. And then more Litwick spawns. I, you can't go wrong with me with more Litwick. Interesting. Spawns, so. They um, put Dratini when it was one of the options from community. Day. Does that make me think that it was second place in that first choice? So you think that Dratini might get it's that other move in this instance? No, when they did the... Never mind. I'm thinking I'm oh, here. Okay. You're thinking just popularity-wise? It was put yeah. in here? That's but that's a potential. We haven't... I mean, commu the Dratini Community Day was what? The the first one. Second one. Second was second one after Pikachu? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a shiny Dratini. I, and I don't have any of the... Um, I don't think I have any of the Legacy Dragonites. But... Um, Even now, Legacy good. Dragonite still isn't as good as Dragon Claw. True, uh, but on top of that, like all of the anyone like me that didn't start that either wasn't playing hardcore um, when the first community days were happening, or didn't start playing until you know by by recently. I mean, even in the last year, they might not have the shiny Dratini, and they might not have that that Legacy Pokemon. So, um, having a boosted Dratini spawn, I am okay with. So that's a n couple of nuggets within. If you want to check yeah, out more information on, yeah, if you want to check out more information on the weekly challenges as we lead up to GoFest, uh, PokemonGoLive.com has your info there. Um, let's see, almost there to talk about Willow briefly. Uh, Pokemon Spotlight Hours. Uh, Talo is on the seventh. Um, double candy for transferring. Uh, I better open the Meltan box that I didn't open yesterday. Shame on me. Um, my One of my favorites, Zubat, is on July 14th. Uh, get your throwing arms ready because you know they ain't going to make it easier to catch. Uh, Oddish on the 21st. Double catch Stardust that day, so do be... Um, 
you know, you could stack some research for evolved Pokemon, uh, get all of that dust that you can. And then on the 28th, it's Buizel and double catch XP. Catch me napping on that day. <laughs> so, um, unless they announce the shiny or something, I, I, maybe at some point Buizel and Floatzel will be good. But uh, as of this point, there are uh, leagues and leagues of better water better types water. Out, to, out there. Yeah. Water is one of the wor- most diverse types within Pokemon, so Weasel is... Weasel is a water type that thinks it's a fire. Really? It's what really makes... frail. Oh, uh, okay. Gross. Alright. Topic number two within our news roundup, and I... Gosh darn it, I wanted to get... Maybe by next episode I'll actually have the freaking bumpers for each segment. Come on, I gotta, I gotta put my. Don't quit making promises for people. I gotta put my boot up somebody else's rear end because uh, I've got a buddy that's got the hookups for the sound effects that I want to use, but I have not gotten the sound effects from him yet. So, um, uh, I gotta put the uh, my foot up the place where Sol Galeo doesn't shine. Um, all right, next little nugget thingy. I'm not gonna, we're not gonna take too long on this because there really isn't a whole lot of information and I don't even know what all it entails. Um, yesterday, an update from PokemonGoLive.com, Willow Report, Strange Scraps. Uh, so apparently in the last couple of events, the team leaders of Instinct, Valor, and Mystic have brought Professor Willow some s- strange scraps of paper with diagrams that show Team Rocket... Um, putting together a weather balloon and catching Pokemon via nets from said weather balloon. Um, we can kind of infer that this is probably going to relate to uh, GoFest either uh, on the first day or on the second day. Um, they haven't said a whole lot about what's going on in the second day. If it's some sort of interesting rocket takeover like we've seen in the past um, or like we've been hinted at in the past, um, we could see some very interesting uh, developments with Team Go Rocket within the game in late July. I keep wanting to say like June or January. Why are there so many months that start with J? <laughs> Existential questions with Steven. All right, uh, we talked about it briefly already, but moving on to the next one. Kiram arrives in five-star raids and more in July. Actually, this is most, if not more all or less, of the... what was on the notes. Yep. Uh, Rushram and Zekrom uh, have come, and Zekrom is almost gone. Um, Kiram will be coming next week, starting on Tuesday, July 7th. Um, let's see, anything interesting? Well, let me put it this way. For info? me personally... I'm not going to go out of my way to do raid hours for Kiram. Yep. I will burn my free pass to get them. Potentially get a hundo or better. If not, I'm pretty sure it'll be back in six months as a shiny. Yep. And it'll need its, it'll need its uh, fused forms, and it will need the signature move. So. Correct. Yay! Have we gotten Latios or Latias with their signature moves? Nope. Cool. Fascinating. All right. Uh, moving on to the meta analysis uh, between the last episode and this one, we had Sylph Arena's final season two monthly meta released the Catacomb Cup from July 1st to July 31st, 2020. 
Uh, I don't have a thing to end the sentence with. Um, Catacomb Cup. Global PvP tournament. All ages. National slash global rank. Um, this will happen alongside the... Let's see. We're, Worlds. World. Is it Worlds? Are we on Continentals? Or Continentals, sorry. Yeah, right. alongside Continentals and then within... I think either at the end of July or in August, we will see Worlds. Um, and then we'll see, in theory, uh, September, we'll see Season 3. In theory. Um, we don't have any... Um, that's just speculation at that point. Um, Catacomb Cup. Um, things that are... Uh, types that are approved. Dark types, grass types, ice types, rock types, and bug types. All things you would see in a catacomb. Yes. Uh, maybe not gra- grass is weird. Moss. I guess. Um, things that are banned. Steel types, legendaries, mythicals, shadows, and regionals. Specific Pokemon that are banned. Scrafty, Dugong, Alolan Ninetales, Obstagoon, and Crustle. Were you going to say something there, Jesse? No. Okay. Um... I mean, this is the first cup we've seen in a while where regionals are just flat out banned. Yep. Um, yeah, I feel like we've seen it once or twice, but nothing super crazy. But yeah, um, uh, steel types. Res- let's see. Um, let me look through. Steel types not being allowed kind of hurts because it was one of the things that resist the dragons, uh-huh. beat the ice, beat the rock. Well, dragons, there's only, what, one dragon? True. Um, Er, no. Is uh, Alolan Executor allowed? Yes. Okay. It gets beat by everything, as with, yes. every, <laughs> as with every meta that it's eligible in. I can't believe I actually did run it in... What did I run it in? I don't remember. God, I, I really want a meta to run Alolan Executor again because it's got Bullet Seed now. Like, come on. It should be better. This thing, <laughs> this thing, Alolan Executor should be like, um, there's, there will come a month where Alolan Executor will be amazing, just like I mean, Amphros it's was. It's Pseudo-Widow's Cup this month. It's Pseudo-Widow's Cup this month. Amphros had its time to shine before. I can't wait for Alolan Executor to come and shine when it's not weak to... Uh, ice poison. Come and, sh- come and tower over everybody else. Literally, yeah. Like, it's 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 literally weak to everything. It's it's I too mean, bad. It doesn't be. It beats rock. <laughs> it it beats rock. It loses to bug. It loses to ice. It'll lose to other grass types that are also poison. The dark types will outbulk it for sure. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, at some point, at some point, I really want a little executor back. At some point, your back. long boy will win. My long boy will win. Um, let's see. So steel types, uh, I think the biggest losses here with steel types are um, rock and steel. Or no, is there any rock and steel? Or am I just... Bastiodon? Okay, Bastiodon would be gone. Um, I think the bug steals and the grass steel. Sizor, Fortress. Sizor, so, Fortress. Um, Ferrothorn, Ferrothorn, uh, Escavalier, all gone. Yep. Um, Lucario is uh, not available. Yep. Uh, Lucario wouldn't be available anyway because fighting types not if allowed. Steel was. 
Right, but that would mean Steel Type would have to be available within Catacomb Cup anyway. Correct. Um, legendaries are gone. Thank you. Thankfully, we have enough legendaries within GBL. Uh, Mythicals also. Um, Shadows again banned. Um, I'll be in- will be interested to see. It's been a pretty consistent ban for the last couple of months. Um, I'll be interested to see a meta where shadows uh, aren't banned. Um, I think the reasoning behind that, though, is in part uh, availability, especially with COVID-19 still going around. Uh, it's not gone. Don't don't you forget, because um, I won't let you. Um, uh, COVID-19 still around and the availability of shadow Pokemon is uh, still somewhat. It's limited, limited. Yeah. Along with, you know, if you're able to go out and. uh you know, spin research and, and catch stuff and etc. Uh regionals also banned. Um let's see, that would be Tropius. Tropius is the standout one. I'm trying to think if there's any others that stand out. Uh the I... fish. What's it called? Relicanth. Relicanth. Relicanth might be pretty uh, Yeah, Relicanth would probably be not it'd probably stand out a little bit. Uh, Carnivine. Carnivine don't think it performs well enough to stand out here, but I don't know. Eh. All banned anyway. So Torkoal. Torkoal. Ooh, Torkoal actually might be pretty good. Um, and then the specific bands, Scrafty being the Dark Fighter, um, it would absolutely dominate. Um, Dugong with Icy Wind. Icy we already wind. talked about That's that. Enough. Move on. Who's, who's surprised? <laughs> uh, Alolan Ninetales is an interesting one. I think it's just overall charm damage. Uh, it covers too many things. Yeah, I think it's it's per- overall performance. Um, unfortunately, it would be I think too high. I think it would put it like at the top of the list as far as the rankings. Um, Obstagoon. We've seen Obstagoon's performance when it's released recently. It's a uh, what is it? Dark Normal with Counter. So counter night slash and uh, uh, it's a fast charge move. I'm forgetting what it's called. It's a fighting type. Snarl. Uh, no. Okay, fast, so sorry, not... char. It's a faster charge fighting move. Uh, it's not power up punch. Close combat. No, it's uh, uh bad because I forget what it is. Uh, anyway, someone in chat will let us know. Are you going to look it up? <laughs> uh, counter night slash cross chop. Cross chop, that's what it was. Interesting. I don't see cross chop on a lot of different Pokemon. That's uh unique. Um and then Crustle is banned as well. As a rock bug, it also I think covers a good chunk of stuff. So um It beat the dark, one. it beat the ice, and it would beat other bug. Yeah. All scra- Scrafty <laughs> makes me sad. Uh Alolan Ninetales makes me sad. Uh Crustle makes me sad. All Pokemon that I have good ones of and I would love to run, but are all banned. Um, yep. Let's see. Instead, use these ones you don't have. <laughs> yeah, power up these ones that you don't have ready. Um, let's see. So we will start with. Let's start with the meta simplified because I think it's. We'll just we'll we'll start from the top and then we'll kind of go in farther uh, in farther depth. Um, so at the top, over just about everything. Um, you have this meta simplified guide brought to you by game press. Yep. Um, Umbreon and Zwellius. So your two dark types, Umbreon being the absolute bulk, uh, bulky monster with last resort. 
Um, I've heard some back and forths. Uh, I watched um, PvP Steve's um, video on Umbreon within Catacomb. Um, I've read through the JREC Wolf's Nifty or Thrifty. Umbreon with um, Last Resort, you can actually run Umbreon full dark. You win some different matchups and you lose some different ma- uh, matchups. Um, but you don't necessarily have to run it with Last Resort. Um, it definitely picks up a couple of different wins uh, one way or another. Um, the other one, the more honestly more limited um, of these two, Zwellius being uh, Dark Dragon uh, with the Raspberry Vape of Dragon Breath as a fast move. Um, its overall performance and do- um, dominance um, comes from a similar typing and a similar bulk, um, but the its body overall slam jam. yeah body <laughs> slam. Um, its overall role is similar, but um, is uh, definitely has like a, a lemony twist to it. Um, it's got nothing that resists it. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. Other than the ice, which I think is one of the only reasons ice is here. Oh, ice doesn't even resist dragon. Oh, that's right. That's gross. Um, let's see. So at, at the very top, you have those two darks. Uh, beating those two darks, you have Vespaquin and Pseudo Wudo uh, on either side of this diagram. Uh, so Vespaquin being one of your highest and best performing bug type Pokemon. Pseudo Wudo being the best fighter, even though it's not fighting. <laughs> the um, best pseudo fighter. The best pseudo fighter is Pseudo Wudo. Um, it runs counter. Uh, it's got, I think, good heavens. Rock Slide, Stone Edge, and Earthquake. Uh, so it's got it. It's the charge moves are good at coverage ev- elsewhere, but the counter is what you are using Pseudo Wudo for. Um, Pseudo-Wodo is immensely important. Running a dark type is, uh, is key. Running both dark types is also possible. Excuse me. Goodness gracious. I had to start drinking the sparkling water before, uh, recording the podcast. Giving me (laughs) burps and hiccups. Um, Pseudo-Wodo being, uh, an absolute, almost necessity. Uh, Breloom, uh, being one of the other pseudo-fighters just does not have any bulk whatsoever Um, it also fears all of the ice poison and uh bug bug it fears just about everything um so uh pseudo wudo is the go-to if you're looking for if you need that fighter um need that anti-dark the one odd thing i don't know how else to really describe the rest of this um What's it called? Uh, diagram, diagram here. Um, Pseudo Wudo beats all of the ice. Um, Vespaquin beats all of the grass. The ice beat Vespaquin, and the grasses beat Pseudo Wudo, more or less. I in my there are head, also some grass like Venusaur that will topple over uh, Umbreon. Yeah. Um, in my head, I kind of imagine this a pyramid esque shape. Um, where you have your two darks at the top and then um, sort of shuffles uh, to bigger pools as it goes down. Um, yeah. uh, I have been back and forth since looking at this meta as far as being either very concerned or okay with it. I have not been 
I've yet to see I've I've yet to come to terms in being accept like fully accepted and fully excited for this meta. I don't know. How about you? I am waiting till the bug event is over to be disappointed that I don't get a good Vespaquin. Ah, uh, do you not already have a good Vespaquin? I have a lucky one that's rank twelve hundred. Do you have it already powered up and stuff though? Yes. Okay. I mean, you're the same boat with me and uh, Kingdra back in the day. Yeah. Lucky, double moved, powered up, fourteen. It was because Kingdra. I needed it for one of the past cups. I forget which one it was though. Uh. I don't remember either. I, I want to say Rose. That's no. It wasn't Rose. I'll look it up. But yeah, it's it's. I I remember you using it. Um. I the darks. So um the Umbreon's win percentage is very huge, and then in the instances that it loses, it only loses by a very small amount. Um. Before I uh, I get super crazy. Um. I want to look at uh, I want to look at Umbreon's top counters within PV Poke here. Um, of course, there's all the sort of asterisks and stat crunching and all of that stuff going on here. Um, so uh, remember the the battle ratings that um, we read off here uh, from PV Poke. The change <laughs> the the well they'll change, but the um, higher it is, the 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 better the win is going to be. Uh, a 500 battle rating is a tie. Beneath the 500 is a loss. So its key wins, um, as shown by PV Poke, are Lapras with a battle rating of 570, Beedrill with a battle rating of 512, uh, Frostlass with 687, Drapion with 544, and Alolan Graveler with 617. So um, I just found it. Uh-huh. The last instance I used uh, Vespa Queen uh-huh. was Jungle Cup last year. Oh, good. Like this time last year. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> That's wild. Um, Umbreon's key losses are to Pseudo Wudo with a battle rating of 556. Um, Vespa Queen uh, at 583. Zuelius at 508. Venusaur at 685. Uh, and Mercargo at 548. Um, so in, in big, in instances where it wins, it wins by usually a little bit. And in instances where it loses, it only loses by a little bit. Uh, one of the things that, um, PVP Steve pointed out was a two snarl advantage. How you get a two snarl advantage within particular matchups and stuff. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but with a two snarl advantage, Umbreon can actually flip a number of matchups. So um, it is Umbreon and Zuelius are a bit disgusting. Um, let's see. Do you want to go into the team builder um, graphic here or do you want to go into the usage? I think the usage would be a good transition. Okay. So this way people get an idea of what's being popularized currently even though we're only one day in we're not even a full 24 hours into to uh july here um pseudo wudo has a a dominant lead at 42 percent usage in all mass up matchups um lapras has a 32 percent umbreon has a 29 percent 
Venusaur rounds out the top four with a 28%. It drops off fairly quickly beneath there. Zoelius is only used about 13%. Um, which I think is understandable considering its uh, availability has been. That's interesting. These numbers are different for me. Why don't you hit refresh Whack. real quick? Uh, they changed again. Did they? Or are you <laughs> looking? Are you looking at all matchups, or are you looking at something else? I'm looking at all matchups. Oh no, you're right. Zoelius is at 15. <laughs> so then, does that mean the amount of? We're probably looking at single, if not maybe double-digit tournament stats. That are changing yeah. in real time. That's wild. This yeah. is this is so cool. Ooh, ooh, ooh. This is cool. Um. So let's this see. On the self arena. Yeah. Top stats I, of uh, catacomb. I imagine these top four, if not the top five, with Vespaquin in the top five, staying here pretty consistently. Um. It looks like Swellius actually took a spot up, though. So, um. Yeah, I uh, hmm. So Umbreon and Zwellius are up here. Pseudo Wudo, understandably, because it'll help beat um, literally that, everything in the cup. Yeah, the counter beats <laughs> the, only thing the ice. It the, is grass. Yeah, the ice and the dark it beats, um, which are both two big threats. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm honestly debating running Ludicolo or not. Um, I'm gonna tell you no, because razor it, leaf neutral. Um, I want to say that. Let me go to the nifty or thrifty and let me read you this, because um, uh, what I read sort of said it's not as interesting as you might think. Uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. Uh, let's see. Uh, as a razor leafer, Ludi does well, okay-ish. The problem is that its famous double resistance to water goes mostly to waste here with so little actual water damage around. Ludi works a bit better with Bubble instead. It's not fast enough to Ice Beam to have a true shot at Zwellius, but Bubble Ludi does get Umbreon and Sableye, as well as Ice's Lapras and Frostlass and Celio and Drapion too. And Macargo certainly does not appreciate Bubble either, and even against Pseudo-Wudo, while a loss, Ludi dies with the winning charge move ready to fire. A good IV Ludicolo can flip that as well. Not the breadth of wins you may want to see, but they're impactful for sure. I mean, I will take my dancing pineapple guy any day. All right. He's done good for me in the past. You done you done did him. Or done do him again. Uh, let's see. There's just so much stuff to cover, and I really don't know how to... Go read Nifty or Thrifty because it's a bunch of information and it's some really useful information. Um, what was the one that I was reading? I was talking about it on stream. I was reading and I was like, this is a Pokemon that I should look at for using uh, in this cup. Um, and I don't remember what. Lyperd. Uh, it's a, got an interesting moveset with Charm, Foul Play, and Play Rough. It doesn't last. Um, I think Macargo was inter an interesting one to look at. Um, Macargo is an interesting one. Yeah, it's the of two, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Macargo is an interesting one, and then one of the ones you've been looking at and wanting to run for a while. Houndoom also has uh Firefang, Flamethrower, and Crunch or Foul Play. Um, a really, really interesting. Um, niche role here. 
uh, Houndoom from the Nifty or Thrifty. There is a much better case for sneaking fire into this format, which also handles grasses and bugs with ease, plus ice types. In fact, Houndoom actually does its best work with just Firefang, beating all grasses, bugs, and ices that aren't aren't part water or rock, plus Sableye. I think that what Houndoom, uh, I think Houndoom does what you want Haunch, uh, Haunchcrow to do just better. Yes, that makes it somewhat of a specialist, but it can't overcome the biggest darks or any rocks to speak of. But it's still very good specialist, and I think that people are overlooking thus far. Um, Houndoom is definitely one to look at because I know you've wanted to run it for a while, Jesse. So mm-hmm. um, I think this might be the meta for it. Um, part of me wants to run Cloyster because I have one powered up, but my experience with it as a discount Lapras is a little underwhelming. Um, I don't know. Do we talk about Bear Tick? Because I don't want to tell everyone about Bear Tick. And how really cool Bear Tick seems to be. Ha! Ice puns! Oh, I didn't mean the puns, but that works. <laughs> um, Bear Tick has charm, and ice punch, and surf, and play rough. And it like won't be relevant anywhere else. But this thing is wild. And then Pseudo Odo comes in and goes, but Pseudo right but uh well true any fighters that show up bear tick handles but because pseudo wudo isn't fighting um bear tick will lose to it um but the charm bear tick is the let's see no alignment no i'm gonna read this from uh the nifty or thrifty no alolan nine tails no problem ice has got another charmer and while it's not still not fantastic it looks to be the best charm option in this cup um Note how easily, though not surprisingly, it takes down all the major darks plus Breloom, standard fare for the charmers we've already looked at. Uh, but unlike them, temperamental Coca-Cola polar bear, also known as Bear Tick, can carve its way uh, from the, can carve its way to some other victories too. Um, it be uh, Lyperd was able to, able to beat Pincer and Bear Tick can too. Lilligant uh, will also be able to beat Septile. And so can Beartick. Uh, Beartick can also overcome Snowy Cast Form and Drapion thanks to resisting their ice damage. Ice is a pretty bad typing in the Pokemon franchise, resisting only ice and being weak to fire. Resisting only ice and being weak to fire, fighting, rock, and steel. Thankfully, fire and steel are quite rare. (laughs) Yeah, like a lot of dominant types here. Um, Thankfully, fire and steel are quite rare, and fighting is also rare. And the one actual fighter wants no part of charm. So even though it usually sucks, in this particular meta, Beartick stands tall as the best charmer available. Or if you want maximum spice, you can make it into a funky powdered snow ice type that does okay-ish, but is really just for the lols. Maybe at the end of the month when everyone perhaps has developed a proper respect for what charm Beartick can do. I think in this instance, Beartick is... Bear Tick is a powerhouse in the main series games, uh-huh. and it really is best at higher levels. So I think in an instance like this, it's in the same spot as Tyranitar, where you just want to run it with that fast damage. Uh-huh. Because you're not going to live long enough to get to more than one charge move. True. An attack of 137, defense of 90, and a stamina of 131. So... 
yeah, those charms are going to hurt. Um, and in some instances, especially when you're going up against darks, um, I actually want to check to see. I think see... the best instance to use bear tick is if you don't have a good pseudo and you have a decent bear tick, you can catch, use it to bait in the dark type and then trap them with the bear tick. Yeah, it wins, really what I... it wins with 23 HP left against Umbreon. Um, and I assume it beats Zwellius even more handily. Um, oh, yeah. It's big. Oh, yeah, at half. Has 65 HP left out of 131. Um, these are numbers with a particular uh, IV spread. Um, yeah, Bear Tick is a hard Zwellius counter, and it wins against Umbreon better than a lot of other things that can claim that they pick up the win for. So Run it, Umbreon against Venusaur. Umbreon and Venusaur? Yeah, Venusaur is another one of the... Um, uh, Anytime Venusaur is allowed to play, he dominates. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that's the one. And Venusaur. Fine Whip, Frenzy Plant, SpongeBob. It auto-recommends that. Um, no. Uh, okay, it wins with more HP than uh, what Bear Tick does. Um, it also has less HP. Uh, Venusaur also has less HP in total than Bear Tick does. Um it's just that community they move damage. Uh, yes. Yep. Yeah, it just goes straight for the frenzy plan against uh, Umbreon. So Venusaur is going to be one another one of those big counters to Umbreon, um, into the dark types. Uh, I want to say, does it win against Zwellius? Because Zwellius, I think the body slam outbeats it. Um, but I think it's the sludge bomb. No, you're right. The body slam beats it. Um, so Venusaur. Umbreon, Venusaur, I'm I'm building a team now. Let's do this. Uh, <laughs> let's do this. North of Watermelon. There. Switch, uh, switching to your side arm is faster than reloading. Um, let's see. Um, so we're going to go Umbreon. We're going uh, Venusaur. Uh, we're going Bear Tick. No, why is it requiring or why is it saying powdered snow? Uh, Umbreon, Venusaur, Bear Tick. Oh, oh what else were we talking about? Uh, do we want to go Houndoom? Let's go Houndoom. Double dark. Mmm, juice. Um, uh, it was. No, that's right. Uh, I mean, you can run double dark, no problem. What's your bug? Uh, that is a good question. What's the best bug that makes sense? Vespa Queen. Yes, let's run Vespa. Small car from Italy. It's a no. That's not a car. It's a scooter. Vespa. Duh. Wow. <laughs> How do you know? I that? had a I had a a lapse in vehicular judgment there. Um, one, two, three, four, five. Okay, we have one more space. Let's rate team. Maybe Lapras? Coverage B, Bulk C, Safety C, Consistency A. What are we missing? What is it requesting? Oh, Suda. Suda Wudo. Duh. My guy. How did I miss it? How did I forget? Rate team. Coverage A, Bulk C, Safety B, Consistency A. Uh, PV Poke gives it a threat score of 574. That's um, pretty good. Houndoom probably could swap, and we'd have a better, we'd have better bulk. 
Drop um, Hound Doom to see what it recommends. I'm going to switch it with Macargo. Uh, okay. And then we'll go from there. Our bulk is now up to B. Uh, oh my gosh, that's better. Our team threat score is, I think, the same at 576. So uh, I'm going to remove Macargo and we'll, yeah, we'll see what we get. Uh, bulk is, uh, so uh, coverage A, bulk B, safety B, consistency A. Um, 582, it's recommending Frostlass. Frostlass, Lapras, Houndoom, Beedrill, Scoliopede are the top five potential alternatives. Texas um, PVP, thanks for joining us. We appreciate you staying along with the ride for us this whole year. Um, Man, when all of this happens, I swear, one of the first things that I would love to do is to go down to and, and do that. If we can find a way to do, like, that, there's just not a big enough community to do, like, live shows in places. But if yeah. there was a way we could do live shows... I mean, like, if we got to go to a GoFest, we could probably find like a hotel lobby or something and do something there. Yeah, like all like the sports shows or whatever. Do it in like sports bars or whatever. They do like yeah. you know live podcasts or whatever. That'd be sweet. I'd love to go down. I just I just want to go somewhere else and play pogo and explore See and all that stuff. Like. So, huh? See what it's like. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been that that, that far down south in uh, the U.S. yet, so. I guess technically, uh, no, it's still farther south, and I haven't been all the way down to the bottom of California. So, <laughs> Pokemon, food, good people. Yeah, that's about it. I think I'm missing something. I'm probably missing something, but vacation. <laughs> yeah, vacation, a place that isn't. Uh, we need Will O Wisp. Oh yeah, I I need to find what episode that started on. Um boy howdy. Um uh, sure, let's add Frostlass. And then what what does that change our our bulk goes down to C. But uh, I mean that's to be expected with Frostlass. Yeah, Frostlass is a uh a, a very, very glassy ice type. Um though it does resist the fighting bit being a ghost, so that that is helpful. Mm-hmm. Um uh let's see where am I where am I going what am I doing where did I come from where did I go who am I cotton eye joe I mean at this point it's still really early on in the cup so we can throw out suggestions you have all these resources and guides you can look at uh-huh but the number one tool that'll help you out in PVP is practice practice don't be and like if you uh, don't want to build up your teams right away. Use resources like PV Poke to run simulations and see your specific Pokemon. You can even put in your specific IVs before powering it up and seeing how it fares against everything. Uh, you know, just go out there and use the resources that are available. You're more than welcome to join us in our Discord server. I've set ours to start on the 15th of the month which I believe is a Wednesday. So we will be running our own Catacomb Team Cup. Yep. Uh, you're welcome to join. Let us know when you join that you're interested in participating, and we'll sign you up for the Battle Lab. Um, we're always looking for more players, Yeah. some more people to uh, beat Steven. That. 
I, I'm honestly thinking that uh, season three, I'm just going to play unranked. Yeah. Because there really isn't a reason. I've stayed the same probably percentage of the bar of Challenger the entire season. So... Is it Challenger? The orange? No, that's Rival. What am I then? I don't remember. Um, As I quickly look it up. Um, I can tell you how to look it up. I'm um, looking at it now. Authenticate. Authenticate. The button. Do the thing. The person. Going through the steps. Um, Let's see. Me. Sil dot f rival. Yeah, yeah that's so the second. same within the same chunk of rival. A win loss percentage of thirty percent. That's padded by probably another thirty percent of buys. So my win percentage is probably around, probably technically around fifteen to twenty percent. Mm. Um. So, um, yeah, practice, practice more. Um, what you know about practice? Uh, what you gonna tell me about practice? Uh, I can't quote Allen Iverson's whole rant thing, but I at least am aware of it. <laughs> um, good heavens, that's from so long ago. Um, yeah, and the self self dot gg slash cup slash catacomb. The amount of resources that are on this page now are especially for day one within the month is actually pretty impressive. So, um, you know, do some this reading up, do some practice. The month. This is the last, this is your last cup for season two. So, uh, you know, go get some, go get some W's and bump that rank up. So you got a nice, uh, a nice fancy trainer card for season two. So also announced by the self arena. This is another remote cup, no in-person cups again this month due right. to COVID. So, if you're looking for a cup, there's obviously we we're inviting you to join us. There are other also resources out there. You can talk with your local community, and also they still have extended the great friend being able to battle remotely in Pokemon Go from uh, Niantic. I think till the end of July, at least. Yeah. I expect so, it to continue for a couple more months, at least. At least. I mean, fingers crossed it just stays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think the feature the feature to battle via QR, QR codes, code. yeah, is is a permanent. So um mm-hmm. remote tournaments will at least have um another tool within that. So Yeah. Um, okay. Where are we? We are an hour and seven minutes into the episode, which is a solid I thought we were ranting a little bit more in the first part. So, um, do you want to talk about the final sort of topic thingy? Yeah, sure. Cool. Do you have the article ready? Yes. You um, want to send it to me too? Sure. Uh, copy. Copy. It's like coffee, man. Uh, a game, game press article titled Niantic. We need to talk about shadows. Um, this was posted or last updated June 23rd, 2020. Um, the article is by Tyler. Um, let me see if he's got his in-game name or something. Um, nope. He's done, a, like, I think 
almost all of the like almost opinion pieces on Game Press for Pokemon Go. So, um, and I'm pretty sure at least if not in the last episode, the episode before we covered several articles of his before. So, mm-hmm. um, um, I pitched this over to Jesse like a week in a week ago, week and a half ago or something. Um, Oh goodness. I should have reread this initial, uh, before the episode. And now I'm like going in with like a uh, blank brain of like, did I, I, I know so, I read it, but I think the general consensus. And if you want to read through the article, we can post it if you'd want to read it, but he goes into the discussion of shadow Pokemon and how they work mechanically and how they are obtainable. And it breaks down to the basic things that I always complain about with every episode and probably why they are banned in every Sylph Cup. They are limited. They are very restrictive in obtainability. Some of them are not even available anymore. Yep. And I think, you know, he like he goes to say here in the article, there should be other options. There should be more frequent options to obtain Shadow Pokemon that have appeared in the past, such as Snorlax, Lapras, the starters, and that we need more events to make the TM to be able to be used on it to remove frustration. Yes. At the time of the right article has been written, the it had been three months since we had the opportunity, while some countries like Japan, and I think some other uh, countries over there in Asia, were not able to even get the event to happen because of this when the COVID started happening. Yeah, so Japan, South Korea, and Italy never got the event to be able to uh, TM away frustration anyway. Correct. Um, so I think like when we, when that event happened for us, our initial thought process was we get this every, every other month or every three months. So we get it quarterly. Um, we haven't seen that at all. Actually. So wait, three months. Has it been over three months? Mm-hmm. Uh, waiting three months. There is a small chance that we will get a similar feature if rocket is going to be quote unquote taking over with GoFest. There's a small chance we'll get that with GoFest. If the whatever this like uh, Team Go Rocket weather balloon takeover thingy is, there's a small chance that frustration will be TMable or yes, be TMable during the GoFest second yeah. day. Um, so that's March seventh is when theory. the first happened, the first rocket takeover. March, April, May, June, July. So that'd be like four months at this point. Mm-hmm. So, um, he also goes in to talk about how if you had a shadow weedle, you couldn't get the community move because it was unavailable. Yeah, because you can't, or unless you had had one prior to March 7th, right? Because weedle is not within shadow Pokemon anymore, it still is. Is it? Yeah, huh? Um, wait, is let's see, hold on. Uh oh, oh 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 um he's saying that we didn't know the the rocket takeover event happened on the 7th May 18th but we didn't know about Weedle we didn't know community about Weedle day. community day until May 18th so if you had a really yeah. good PVP IV uh Beedrill prior to or, uh Weedle or uh Kakuna um and you you wouldn't TM'd. have known that it was going to get this good move you weren't wouldn't gonna yeah you didn't know that it was going to get the um 
community day move. So. And even now he goes on to just say, you know, so it'd be $12 to re-roll it even now after the event's over. Yeah. Yeah. You'd then be using a, and it's not even eligible yeah. within most self arena cups anyway. So yeah. <sighs> Let's sigh. I think you want to just skim over the, how to fix it. Uh, sure. Uh, all right. So what's the fix? Uh, it'd be wrong to spend an entire piece complaining without of offering solutions. While it's too late to fix the beadrill issue, there can be solutions to many other of the issues. Uh, first and foremost, just give us another TM event. While it's understandable that Niantic doesn't want to hold another full-scale rocket takeover event due to the constrictions of COVID, we don't really need that. All players really need is a way to take their existing shadow Pokemon and make them useful. A random three-hour TM window some weekend uh, would have the exact same effect. If possible, it would be really nice for these to actually occur regularly. While frustration is always TMable, would be ideal knowing Niantic it's unrealistic. But anything less than uh, monthly events just hurts the existence of Shadows as part of the game. Second, yeah. bring back some of the older, no longer in rotation Shadows. Dratini, Snorlax, Dot, Charmander, and Sableye all hold really interesting roles in various metagames, and they're simply not available right now according to the Silk Road. While again, I will second on the Sableye, because there was one tournament in Voyager I got caught off guard by a return Sableye, mm, uh -huh. and it one-shot my Toxie. Uh, let's see. Well, again, I recognize Niantic's reluctance to alter the shadow pool due to COVID-19. Uh, returning some useful Pokemon to the available pool would be really, really nice. Third, please make shadow Pokemon tradable again. Uh, yes. when shadow Pokemon were initially released, they just counted as special trades, but they were quickly made untradable. Niantic explains in this dev insights post that this decision was to reduce the accessibility of perfect IV Pokemon. Since a lucky Pokemon has a minimum of 12, 12, 12 IVs and purifying Pokemon gives them plus two IVs, it leaves lucky traded purified Pokemon with about a 42% chance of being perfect. To quote Niantic, crazy. Uh, since finding four star Pokemon is supposed to be an impressive feat, we decided to remove the ability to trade shadow Pokemon in order to maintain the balance of the game and avoid devaluing the hard work the players have put into finding four star Pokemon. Hard work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the chance to get lucky trades anyway is absolutely minuscule uh, at anyway, so gross. Um, there is some merit to this argument. The rarity of hundos is a, lar is a large part of why they're exciting. However, preventing shadows from being traded comes at a pretty severe cost. Because shadows are actually useful, players will want to get good ones, whether that means good PvP IVs or good PvE IVs. Uh, and trading is a key part of how people obtain those. Whether Where a bad IV version of most Pokemon is an opportunity to re-roll, a bad IV shadow is useless forever. That's just frustrating. Additionally, it means out-of-rotation shadows, such as those listed above, are completely inaccessible. Want a Shadow Snorlax but don't have one? You're totally out of luck unless Niantic decides to bring it back. Making Hundos less rare doesn't seem worth the downside to the usability of shadow Pokemon. If Niantic does feel strongly about this, there are ways around the issue too. Maybe prevent traded Pokemon from getting the increased IVs when purified. Stop them from being lucky traded, or from being lucky in general. There are ways around this that are more elegant than you can't trade shadows. It doesn't. Uh, it just doesn't hold up anymore. 
And I agree. And that's kind of the thing that always bothered me is, do you remember how hard Snorlax and Lapras were when they first came out? Yeah. Like remember when they're in the same battle? Yeah. Remember when it's a uh, Snorlax, Lapras, and a uh, Dragonite? Yeah, yeah. I guess those. Oh, I mean, I don't, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, all three of those are unavailable now. So, er, yes, I mean, Dratini is unavailable. Dragonite was never available as a shadow catchable Pokemon, but um, as an evolved, uh, yeah, it, shadow Pokemon, I think, definitely need more looking at again. yeah it's i mean the we're talking about pokemon go here and we're talking about niantic there is a very long list of things that we would like looked at revisited reworked etc um i mean we're we've talked in the past about the fire type moves need a rebalance steel types need a rebalance or additions or retweaking um However, in the world, Megas are going to work in the future. They've got to work on that. Uh, I mean, and then look at Shadow Pokemon, whatever they're going to do with Purified Pokemon, because Purified Pokemon really don't do a whole lot right now. Uh, Like, there's the, the, and that's just, those are just the PvP stuff. Then you look at remote raiding and uh, Good Heavens, literally everything else. There is, um, community complaints about Pokemon within eggs and how those work and, and everything else. Like, I don't envy the amount of work that needs to get done, but um, this is a a, a, Patch a nice or a godsend. Pat, yeah, getting a better understanding as far as what's being worked on and what's being tweaked and stuff. Um, the frustrations with Go Battle League and and PvP in general right now. Um, I was seeing. I got a push notification from the, I think the self arena Reddit. Um, is there even a CMP tie anymore? Um, because if you, if there's a CMP tie and you win, you get your charge move and you get the opportunity to switch after, which is mind bogglingly just, I just, unex- it, it doesn't make sense. Um, truth be told, that's how I beat Proto. <laughs> that's it's, <laughs> Like realistically, like why is that? That's that's the CMP tie. Whoever is the winner of the CMP tie gets to have their cake and eat it too. So yeah, like there is a laundry list of things that that you know need looking at and addressing. But I think this is a very um, fair and well written article on some of the bigger pain points within shadow Pokemon in that feature set. So, um, which kind of leads to a question. We have posed questions in the past and really haven't gotten any answers. And I'd really love for people to interact a little bit more. Um, we've had some interaction with our discord. Uh, our Twitter has been, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Notice us senpai. Um, I don't really want to like, you know, tweet at a bunch of people or something. Um, but I'd love to get a little bit more interaction. Um, leading off of this article, um, if there are Pokemon either in previous previously available Shadow or uh, Pokemon that you want to see become Shadow Pokemon in the future, um, let us know. We'll uh, hear. I think around fra- after this pod, the podcast goes up on podcast services on Friday. 
um, probably over the weekend. Um, we'll put out a tweet that just says, hey, um, we post the question in the podcast. Uh, if, uh, if what's, uh, what's a Pokemon you want to see become a shadow Pokemon, um, uh, available within rockets. Um, so, and that's either rocket grunts, or if you want to see, uh, the, the team rocket leaders, um, rotate Pokemon and stuff, what would you like to see? So, um, off the top of my head, if I were to give an example, I would be really interested to see um, each set of uh, each generation starters go through the rocket leaders. I'd love to see each rocket leader get one of the three Kanto starters and then move on to the Johto starters and so on, uh, because I think that would be a really interesting uh, a handful of those starters could perform very well. I mean, we've seen it with Swampert. Shadow Swampert can perform very well. Um, maybe Shadow Blaze can can just like damage. I think it's man, maybe it's too squishy. You think it's too squishy? Shadow Gardevoir. Haven't we already seen that? Yeah, but if you faced against one in PvP, that's true. That's true. I mean, but Charm <laughs> does outright more damage than. Um, then counter, then counter, yeah. Counter shadow boosted. No, I mean for sure it does a lot of damage, but um, charm and confusion, as far as the scale of high energy gain versus high damage, counter is that sweet spot on the in between of it does high damage and it has a high energy gain, whereas mm. charm is just high damage, and it, we've seen the same thing with confusion. Um, yeah. I just think Blaziken, Blaziken's already like way too squishy, and I think I think Gardevoir is a little bit less squish. Um, that I think uh, Shadow Blaziken is just way too squishy. But I'd be interested to see like Shadow Venusaur or Shadow Blastoise or a handful of other things. Um, I think it would sort of help with some of the diversity, and I think some of the maybe less relevant um, like Typhlosion might actually be a little bit better. Um, with a bit of an attack buff, so Typhlosion and Feraligatr. Yeah, Typhlosion and Feraligatr with the the shadow buff and debuff might be uh, interesting inclusions, and it would uh, again allow for some more fresh um, Pokemon within the the Pokemon leaders. So, I think the only reason most people go for the go to beat the. Um, rocket leaders is the chance to be shiny mm -hmm. so shadow shinies do you have any right now all of them have potential mega evolutions too yeah that's true what's uh what's something you'd want to see in a shadow pool shadow steel types Ooh, shadow steelix shadow steelix would be cool um we've seen I'm trying to think of what other steel types would you want to see something like Ferroseed or? I just think Ferro Steel types in general need that shadow damage boost. That's true. I mean, but if they get a uh, move rework and and everything, you think they still shadow type or um, shadow types? Steel types still want that uh, that boost. I mean, I want Shadow Suicune, but you know. Well, I mean, it's you know staying away from COVID, <laughs> so it's it's staying home like a good little doggo. It's not a dog. Wait, what is it? It's a beast. <laughs> but what are dogs but beasts? 
Well, I'm gonna tell but, you before you get flamed, it's not a dog. But what are what are dogs but beasts that have been domesticated? Anyways. <laughs> Alright. I think that I think that about wraps it up. Yeah. We don't have any like special like one year anniversary segment where we like roll back our top ten like best moments. That might be next week's episode when we have not much else to cover. Yeah, in two weeks. Uh when we talk about Master League. I think Master League will have already started and the Premier Cup, but we'll talk about it anyway. Um yeah. but the Silverina will be done, so Silverina will be done for, for season two. Uh and we'll probably have at least a month or so off for the off season, so yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll figure that out. Um thank you guys for listening. Guys, girls. Uh, everybody, uh, dudes, dudettes, and non-binary folks. Um, it's been a year. Uh, if you guys want to catch us on, uh, Twitch, twitch.tv slash battle science, where we do, we'll probably do some more one-off or odd stream stuff. Uh, we stream the live recordings of each episode. Uh, on Twitch as well, uh, the Tuesday before they go up. Um, and then if and when we are able to go and cover uh, big tournaments and stuff, uh, we live stream tournaments uh, on Twitch as well. Um, Podbean, let's see, it's battlescience.podbean.com is our main hub for the podcast, uh, or you can find the podcast recordings Anywhere podcasts are served, uh, Google Play, which I think they renamed, Apple Podcasts, which I also think that they renamed. Um, goodness gracious, Spotify, other places that I don't actually know. <laughs> I, there's a lot of podcast services. Um, oh, goodness. Twitter, uh, at battle, at battle underscore science, I believe. Um, yep. Or if you want to email us, uh, battlescience.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, again, question if you guys want to, um, if you guys, either if you guys have questions or want to answer the question of what shadow Pokemon would you want to see within the shadow pool, uh, please let us know. I, uh, I crave attention uh, and I don't get enough of it. Uh, <laughs> um i say that with uh a modicum of sarcasm uh thank you everybody for listening thank you for for making this uh last 365 days uh i don't know uh consistent consistent at least yeah enjoyable as well um i gotta say i'm kind of kind of kind of proud kind of happy that we're able to even if the show is bi-weekly that we've gone this long so um, I'm a, I'm a bit impressed with myself. <laughs> um, any, anything on your end, Jesse? Nope. Just thank you for sticking around, hanging out with us. We hope you enjoyed what we do and we look forward to more things in the future. Yep. Uh, on the eve of season two ending, uh, we look forward to season three and more Pokemon go PVP stuff. Thank you for listening. We'll see you guys out there on the digital battlefield.